we've got these beliefs that come from our upbringing. We've got these beliefs from where we grow up, how we grew up, who we grew up with, whether it was intentional or unintentional. So what are some of those things that you believe about you? Then when we move past those little beliefs, because we've got limiting beliefs there, we've got big ones, we've got little ones, we've got things that really change how we feel and how we think about things. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How the devil are you? So today I thought, obviously I'm in your head, chances are you're listening to me with your headphones in, or like me, you might have bone conduction headphones. So you see me with those red dots on the side of my head um, and a lot of the photos, you know, on my Instagram and things like that. But chances are I'm currently a little bit in your head with your headphones. And chances also are that you're doing something else because, I mean, that's what I do. I listen to podcasts while I'm walking. So today it would be good if you could get a piece of paper out. But then again, if you can't, because like me, you'd be walking, I'm going to give you a minute between each question so that you can think about that answer so that we've got these prompts so that we can find out, do these answers surprise us? It's all about belief. What is going on with you? What beliefs do you have? So I'm always talking to people and saying, let's not try to be judgmental. The simple fact is, as therapists, we can help people no matter what their choice is. Yes, some people we cannot work with because their core beliefs are just so different to ours. I would really struggle to work with maybe a mass murderer. And yet at the same time, my core belief is maybe I can help that person to change. All right. So we have to think about what our core beliefs are and why we have them. And if we can remove them, get over them, deal with them, work around them so that our client gets the very best from us. But at the same time, we're giving out the very best for our client. We're supporting them in the best way we know without judging them, without making comment on their life choices, but helping them to improve their life choices at the same time helping them to change the way they live. But our own thoughts and what's going on inside us can, what's it called, limiting beliefs. Now, when we're working with our clients, we look at barriers to change, don't we? But barriers to change is an overall big arching, that's the physical as well as the mental. So part of that overarching reasoning, part of that is the limiting belief. So our barriers to change can be, there is no supermarket to buy fresh fruit and vegetables from. So our client really struggles to eat good food. They don't have a car to get them to the nearest fruit and vegetable shop, or they're outside the price range, or they don't like the flavor, or they're allergic or something. So these are barriers to change. But then we also have the psychological component of that. We have the problems that they have within that and those limiting beliefs. Well, I can't, you know, the fruit and vegetable shops are really long way off, so I can't get there. 
Whereas what about one day a week, you actually make the effort and you turn that into an outing? Yes, you have to get the bus to get there and you might have to change transportation systems. You might have to make a deal with someone to get a ride with them. But whatever it is, how can we overcome this physical barrier? Now, we might have psychological barriers that go with that. And so we have to think about what is it that I believe about myself? So if you've got pen and paper there, if you've got the facility to journal, then, you know, write down what is it I believe about myself. If you're out walking or you're doing the laundry or you're cooking dinner or whatever it is, just take a little moment. What are some of those things I believe about myself? Some of the positive and some of the negative. Have I got that little voice on my shoulder saying, oh, you're rubbish, you're terrible? What is it you believe about yourself? Are we listening to that inner voice? Is there an outer voice that we want to believe that we actually have to say it out loud? I believe that I'm strong enough to be an independent practitioner working within my own business. We might have to say that out loud. What is it we believe about, I believe about myself? What is it we believe about our inner selves? So just take that moment and just think, what is it? Is there a belief there that you thought you'd changed? You know, is there a belief that you grew up with that you've taken a long time to change? Maybe you grew up in a household that was racist. Maybe you grew up in a household that had wasn't necessarily racist, but had absolutely no contact with anybody else except white, middle class, wherever you are. And one of my problems was sending my children to the local, got a number of schools around us, and there is a local private school right here that's got an amazing music program. However, it's very much white and middle class. So I didn't want to send my children there because they'd have no, you know, even though they're very musical, they wouldn't have that contact with other cultures and races. So what are some of these beliefs that we grew up with, intentional or unintentional? What are some of these beliefs that we grew up with that we've grown out of or we've managed to change and think about? So I tried to make sure that my children went to very multicultural schools, having grown up in New Zealand, where it's very multicultural, whereas Australia I'm not finding as, yes, there's ethnic multiculturalism, but there isn't a lot of Aboriginal input, unlike New Zealand, where there was a lot of, there's Maori at school, we learned about them, we went on the Marae, even back in the day when there wasn't that integration that there is now, we still spent time learning about the Maori people, whereas I'm not seeing that in Australia about the Aboriginal peoples. It's it's only coming out now in the last five, maybe 10 years since I've been here. But I mean, NITV has actually only been a TV station for not that many years, whereas Maori TV has been there for seemingly, for me, I kind of feel it's been there every time I've gone back in the last 30 years or so. So We've got these beliefs that come from our upbringing. We've got these beliefs from where we grow up, how we grew up, who we grew up with, whether it was intentional or unintentional. So what are some of those things that you believe about you? Then when we move past those little beliefs, because we've got limiting beliefs there, we've got big ones, we've got little ones, we've got things that really change how we feel and how we think about things. With those beliefs about self, what about your beliefs about your abilities? Okay, so there we have those cultural social value beliefs, and now we move on to the abilities belief, and these are bred into us as well. So there's the the well-known, the girl, she's told to be polite, not to speak out, not to rock the boat. The boy is told he's strong, he can say what he wants, he can be what he wants to be. So I try to make sure that 
I probably do, but I try to make sure that I don't say those things with my own children. I have a son and a daughter. So my daughter did say to me, mum, you must be the only mother on earth that says, no, that skirt's too long before I go out. So my daughter isn't very tall and long skirts, they do nothing for her. So, you know, wear a short skirt, love, you've got great legs. What are our abilities? You know, obviously your legs and a skirt are not your abilities. It's the way people speak to you is what I was trying to bring out there. The um, what are our abilities? Because what I hear as a mentor all of the time is I'm a dinosaur when it comes to tech. I can't do tech. I don't. This is real struggle. How do you do it, Geraldine? Well, I just decided that that was a limiting belief. It's as simple as that. There are times when I want to throw my laptop at the wall. Yep, totally. And so I just take a deep breath, I stand up, I shake myself off. Chances are, because I work from home, I will go out and hang up some laundry, go to the kitchen, do whatever, come back in and go, right, I'm going to do this. And the thing is, I might haven't done it recently, but I used to just message my son or my husband and just say, how do I do this? And they go, have you Googled the problem? How many times do we need to be told, just Google the problem? Because chances are, especially with tech, the answer is on YouTube. So if you're watching the video, then you found it on YouTube. Otherwise, I'm in your ears and you're watching, uh, listening, not watching, listening to the podcast. So what are our abilities and are they limiting us just like our beliefs? As natural therapists, as practitioners, we can help people at all stages. So the vaccination debate has raged and raged and raged. But as natural therapists, we can support the person who chooses not to vaccinate for whatever reason. We can support the person who chooses to vaccinate. We can support that person post-vaccination. We can support that person pre-illness virus, while they've got the virus, post the virus, if we are non-judgmental. Okay. It's when judgment comes in. You shouldn't have it. You should have it. You can't have it. Something terrible happened. You must have it. Something terrible happened. These are, we have to go with the science. Yes, absolutely. But we are perfectly placed to support everyone, no matter what they are going through and to help them with their choices and not make those choices for them. Those are their choices. People say to me, Oh, should I vaccinate? I'm not going to make that choice for you. This is your choice to make with your doctor, your healthcare provider. I am here to support that choice that you make, having taken on the very best advice from the person or people that recommend because they know your situation. All right. So I am here for you to do what you need to do. If you're making poor life choices because you're eating cholesterol corner takeaways for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, then I'm all about change. And I'm all about helping you to change because that's what you know you need to change. That's what I know you need to change. And we can do that. So, but what are those limiting beliefs about yourself that stop you from making change, you as a practitioner and our clients within their lives? We are perfectly placed to support other people. At the same time, we need to support ourselves and think, what is my limiting belief? What's stopping me? What's made me jump in and say something angry or about to say something angry on that Facebook post? What is it that makes me angry about that person? Let me think about what's going on inside me that puts my judgment out there or wants to put it out there. Let me think about where they're coming from to say what they say. Another one is the gun debate. Obviously in Australia, we don't have mass shootings. We've had, what is it, half a dozen in 30 years since the laws were changed. And yet they have, is it 20 a day in America? Some ludicrous number. So there's a total value-based thing here where 
we believe in Australia, the more guns you have, the more likely you are to have something like that. And if they're in the hands of the wrong person, they're going, these things are going to happen. These, you know, shootings and things are going to happen. So it's a cultural situation where we feel that if you give someone a gun, chances are they'll fire the gun. So that's why they have to be locked up ammunition separately. You register the fact that you have a gun. You are responsible for that gun. All of those things that go with it. And America, they've got a number of states, because I won't say everywhere, because obviously everywhere is nowhere and everywhere is somewhere. So they have that, wow, I have to have a gun to protect myself. I'm going to shoot someone. Because if you're going to shoot someone, someone's going to shoot you back, aren't they? So it's a very different base understanding. It's a very different inner belief and beliefs that we've been brought up with. Up until recently, my front door didn't actually lock. Like I had a screen door that didn't, people could just come in. It just made this huge squeak. I've got a new screen door, by the way. But it just made this, and that was, oh, someone's come through my front door. And because I knew that, you know, I'm safe. Whereas, you know, apparently Canadians leave their doors open as well. They're safe. They don't have, whereas in America, it's all double locking. My, I have relatives in South Africa and my aunt who's left South Africa, she said that she had a screen door. And then you went into a vestibule, you locked that one behind you, your front door was there, you opened that one, you went in, there was another vestibule, and then there was another locking screen door. We have friends in South America, and they have a very similar situation where they are. So we're all growing up in a very different environment to what other people we know are used to here in Australia, in Adelaide, we've all got, we don't really have a lot of houses with an upstairs, most houses on the flat, decent sized property. We don't have a lot of dense housing, you know, a lot of buildings that house a lot of people. We do in the city. We've got more and more inner city housing, but nothing like what they've got in other cities because we've got land. We don't have the big population. Our values are different within our groups and we have to think to ourselves, how can I open my mind to these other people and their values, their views, their thoughts? still support them whilst I learn from them and understand their point of view or say like I do with the vaccination debate, this is your choice. How can I support your choice with what you do, with what, how you are stepping into this? And so then my abilities, I have all of this knowledge to support these people as they make their own choices with the support of their healthcare practitioner or their family and friends or whoever it is that they've taken on their views from. But I am perfectly situated to support whatever it is the person needs, however they need it. Those abilities are there. Stretching my abilities, because learning within the naturopathic sphere and the nutrition sphere is like eating dinner, really, because it's what I'm into. It's my thing, right? But my abilities outside of that. So I've been working online for a really long time, whereas I know that I'm supporting practitioners to take their practice online because they're struggling with that tech. And these are things from the inside that are stopping us. These are the things that we're saying to ourselves, oh, I can't do that. Because I mean, what's that old saying? The word can't contains the word can. So let's think on the positive of that. I can do this. I am perfectly placed to learn to use tech because I have tech. I am perfectly placed to learn something new because I'm within that area right now. I am here. I am researching it. I am looking it up. I am listening to people. I am going to the, to the right of the spectrum and the understanding and the left. 
I'm looking at the conservative as well as the more open naturalistic view of something. Where do I fall within that? But how can I be non-judgmental as I think about my beliefs, other people's beliefs, and I incorporate them into what I do? And as I extend my skill set and my abilities to incorporate even more. So hopefully this has got you thinking. Hopefully today's podcast is just really about you being able to go, yeah, where am I within all of these different spectrums? What values do I bring to the party? What values or differences are there that I can look at, I can feel, and I can bring into what I do? What abilities can I extend on? So I've been talking all this year about learning how to use spreadsheets better and it's ongoing. I went to do something I thought I'd learned a few months ago because when I download from my learning site, so that's geraldineheadley.com where I have all of my programs and courses and all of the stuff. So I download the audience list from there to put it into Flowdesk, which is for my emails. So that's one that people will unsubscribe from, preferably not the Podia one. So I don't want to be sending out general emails on the GeraldineHeadley.com. I want to be sending them out on the very pretty Flowdesk. So when I download it, the names come up. So it comes up as Geraldine Headley in one line, but I don't want that to go into my email system as so because then the email will come out and it still does. For some people, it comes out as Hello Geraldine Headley. And that's really annoying. We don't want that. I want it to come out as Hello Geraldine. So I have to separate those. And I thought I figured out how to do it. And I still forgotten how to do it. Had to go into YouTube, had to find someone showing me how to do it again and do it again. Because where are my abilities at? Yes, I thought I'd learned that thing. Yes, I figured I could do it. No, I couldn't. That's okay. Because it was a really quick, ah, I've forgotten. Quick, let's go and figure it out. Do it. It took me one more minute. Actually, no, I didn't get it off YouTube. I just got it off of Google. Like, let's just do this, do this, do this. One of those, you can just follow the sentence, comes up as a paragraph. So my abilities are extending all the time. I'm extending my abilities, my skill set within what I do to support the people that I see. So what about you? How are you extending your skill set to support the people that you see? So I hope you've enjoyed today. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave you hopefully really thinking a bit about what's going on with you and how you can extend yourself and your abilities. So thank you very much. And I will see you on the next cast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.